How much would your life change if you knew every single time someone told you a lie? Even if that someone was you. Lies like you're not good enough, you're not smart enough, you can't own a business, and you definitely will never make more than you did in your old corporate job. Get ready to be proactive, passionate, productive, and oh so profitable in a way you've never before experienced by opening your eyes to the big fat lies. Now, here's the host of Big Fat Lies, business coach, shaman and seer, Jennifer Kramer Lewis. Oh my goodness, you guys, I am so excited. I have one of my best friends in the whole world here with me today, and we're going to be talking about probably one of my favorite topics in the whole world today. So wherever you are, uh, drop a comment in the chat, let us know where in the world you are. And if you have any questions about this topic called how to be magic when the whole world has gone mad. Oh my goodness. So <laughs> with all the stuff that's happening in the stars and all the stuff that's happening on the earth is just amazing that we are managing to be ourselves. And when we are trying to be something, we just can't be what we came here to be. And so I really feel like the topic today is going to be a surprise for both of us, what comes out today and what kind of like comfort can you have in the fact that you actually came here to be magic. You didn't come here to be a daughter. You didn't come here to be a mother. You didn't come here to be a, a father or someone's domestic partner. I mean, those are benefits but it isn't actually what you came here to be. And so if you're experiencing frustration right now, stuff's not going well for you right now, we're really going to have a look at a really interesting space that happens in between 3D and 5D. And so if I have to tell you what 3D is, and if I have to tell you what 5D is, this might be a little bit more of an advanced conversation for you. And so if stuff goes flying over your head, it doesn't really matter. If you showed up, if you're listening today, you are in the right place at the right time with the right people. And so my guest today is Corey Michelle. And when I was, gosh, when I was almost a baby beginner at all of this consciousness stuff, I signed up for Corey Michelle's classes. And one of the classes that I signed up for was something to do with money and manifestation. And I think we were aiming for something like $10,000 income in a month. And so I was a great student. I did everything that I was told to do. And I actually manifested, I think something like 17 and change, 17,000 and change. And in my old corporate job, when I was working in real estate and property management, I was making over a hundred thousand dollars a year, but it wasn't fun. <laughs> wasn't magic. And I certainly hadn't brought in that kind of coin. And so what questions do you have about 
5D. And what questions do you have about the sort of problems in your life that go away when you're in the 5D space? Or maybe you sense they will go away when you're in the 5D space. Now we're live here on Inspired Choices Network. So if you're listening to the live show, I'm going to invite you to join us in the live studio audience. So if you go to inspiredchoicesnetwork.com forward slash chat room, sign into the chat room, the questions will be there. And so it's really interesting. Like, I wonder what your world will be like when you fully embody the 5D space. Now, I would say that Corey is in the 5D space. So let's ask her, like, what's the difference now that you've noticed in your life, Corey? Like, how does 5D affect you as a person in your life and in your business? And like, what problems did you have when you were in 3D or 4D that are no longer in 5D? Um, That's a really interesting question. Um, (laughs) Let me rewind really quickly just to give a little bit of information that you might find, people might find useful. 3D, 45D, a lot of people get confused and think, oh, 3D, 3D is physical. I don't want to be in the 3D anymore. And we're going to ascend and we're not going to have bodies anymore. And that sort of thing. That is not what I'm talking about here. It's not what I even think is really all that helpful. Um, I think that was a conversation for a lot of years because people didn't know the difference between the densities uh, that we're functioning in energetically, but also are like the densities of consciousness that we're functioning with. And so what I mainly focus on is the, the, the sort of theme of consciousness that we are in and functioning in and where we're naturally sort of going to next in our own evolution. So 3D, let's just give a, a baseline here. 3D is, is basically where we are, um, well, let's, let's start lower than that. Most people don't talk about 2D. 2D is where you're blissfully unaware. You're living life and you're like, life is just life and it doesn't really matter and things don't matter and life is just life, completely like unaware, right? Just walking through life, maybe have problems, maybe don't have problems, but unaware of how the world works, unaware of any sort of personal responsibility for life or anything like that. 3D is when you start to become aware and oftentimes there's you start to see things and you get a little bit fearful, fearful, or maybe you're frustrated, or maybe you're hopeless, maybe you're conditioned with shame and guilt, and um, grief, and things aren't really working. And there's this like, unsettledness, right? Then in in the, and there's a lot of suffering in there, there's like trauma and, and stuff that's in the in the Ford in the 3d. And then when we shift into 40, this is, this is where we have this breakthrough, we have this awakening, we go, ah, oh, I, I, I am, I've you've probably done some inner work or healing or had a awakening at some moment on a mushroom journey or whatever. <laughs> Everybody's is different. And you start to go, oh, I don't have to suffer anymore. I am responsible for my life. Ah, let's go do that. And then we start becoming achievers and we go, yes, I'm going to achieve that. I'm going to heal that. I'm going to fix that problem. I'm going to overcome things. And you start taking charge of your life. And this is all great, right? We're becoming personally empowered. But then there's the 5D consciousness and the 5D consciousness is all about the magic. So to answer your question, how the 5D and why it's interesting to me personally is that it's all about non-linear creation and in the magic of living. And for me personally, and, and a lot of what I facilitate, it's that so when things show up and you didn't really 
work for them and you can say, well, this is what I did. And then I did this and then I did this. And this is why it showed up because I did all my work. It's more about being, and it's more about um, using your energetic superpowers to create, not that we don't do things, not that there's no actions there are, but the actions are connected on the, in the quantum field to um, more like inspiration or lightness or your priorities, things like that, that sort of bypass the linear creation so that things can show up. So for example, ask and receive is all about uh, non-linear creation, quantum creation. You say, hey, what would it take? All of Jennifer's questions, right? What would it take for this to show up? I often will ask, what would it take for kangaroos to show up in my backyard today? And then boom, there's a kangaroo sitting there. It happened yesterday. I went, <laughs> that's so cool. And that for me is the magic. So that's what I'm calling the magic of the 5D is when I didn't go look for the kangaroo. I said, hey, what would it take? And then boom, it's there. Now, how all of that's happening is a, is a much deeper conversation, but that's the difference with the 4D and the 5D are, um, 4D is really about making things happen. 5D is about allowing things to happen. So does that help, Jennifer? Yeah, that was beautiful. So did you guys get that? 4D is about making things happen and 5D is about allowing things to happen. And then I think 4D is about strategy and 5D is about just curiosity. Like, oh, I wonder what that would be like. And so thinking about that for your world, you guys, how much, like wherever you are, wherever you're listening, like what percentage of your life do you think you are in 3D or 4D or 5D? And so, you know, it is a sliding scale. Sometimes you wake up and you're, you know, solidly in 3D and trauma and like, oh, fuck, I need to change my life. And some days it's just super easy super mm -hmm. easy. And I think it's all part of being in a field. Like I have a really great story about, um, uh, Corey has an event called magic camp. And so I was at magic camp. Well, I have two stories, uh, connected. Um, and we were staying at these amazing, beautiful villas. And so the villas, there was a dozen people, including Corey's team and the participants in the workshop uh, magic camp. Um, and there were 19 service staff at the villas. I counted them. I was like, I need to know because there was this thing that we were calling magic, or maybe I was just calling it magic butler energy. And these butlers were like chasing us down. Once they figured out what it was that we like to have, like a cappuccino or, you know, like Coke, Coca-Cola in the afternoon or whatever it was, they memorized whatever it was and they just like memorized what time we wanted it memorized what kind of glasses we wanted to use like they just memorized everything and so this magic butler energy is what I really feel like the quantum field and the 5d energy is made of is that it's so excited to provide the service to you that it just wants to do it. Like today I wore this, I've, you probably can't even see it, but I've got this little bracelet that Corey gave me at magic camp and I call it my magic Butler energy bracelet. And it's just to remind me that if it isn't magic Butler energy, then I'm not in the 5d. And so from the practical application space, um, that's what I do. 
Um, Corey, I'm going to ask you, what are some like practical application steps that people can ask to bring them up into that magic butler energy? Mm. Well, I think the first sort of question is, is am I, am I willing to allow the universe to rearrange for me? Right. And when we're, when we're in the 40 and we figured out how to make things happen, then it, there's a little bit of an addiction that happens um, for a lot of people, right? We get addicted to working hard, we get addicted to pushing energy, we get addicted to you know figuring everything out because that's worked and it works in the 40. But when you're ready for 5D, that stuff stop work, stops working. And it's because your consciousness is evolving. So these questions are really brilliant. Any question really is brilliant um, for connecting with what's available to you because using your awareness, right? Tuning into that and going, hey, what would it be like to have everything be working out for me 24 seven? What would it be like for me not to have to work so hard? And those sorts of questions is like, oh, okay, yeah. Am I really, and you can tell, I was just like, I'm thinking to myself, one thing I'm working on right now and I'm like pushing it a little bit. And I'm like, okay, I need to ask that question for that project I'm working on of like, hey, where is that, that non-linear space that, is available for me that isn't what I'm thinking I need to do right because it's like you know we've talked about this so many times um Jennifer we think we need to do all of this stuff I to create a business to make the money to whatever to lose the weight here's what I think I need to do and we come from our mind and we go this is what I think I need to do I think I need to go on a diet I think I need to cut out carbs I think I need to do all this stuff but that may or may not have any impact on what it is that you want to experience. And I think one of the keys to really, if you, if you wanna expand your, your way of living life and your experience of life into more of this magical living element is going for the experience, not the thing, <clears throat> right? So if you wanna make $17,000 in a month, what's that gonna be like? Going to the experience, not the, I need the dollar. That's a combination of 40 and 5D right together. But if we go, all right, what would that be like to have $17,000 come in this month? Mm. Energy that gets ignited there is actually your field going, oh yeah, I'll have that. And then when you say yes, okay, show me how to have that and follow those awarenesses. That's where that sort of stuff starts to happen. Mm. I super love that. So did you hear that you guys, it's more about the feeling. Is really, really more about the feeling. And this is so not what we've been taught. We've been like, okay, so 4D is like, okay, I, I figured out how to be a manifester. And, you know, I have been talking a lot about human design and, um, and the gene keys. And if you're not a manifester, then you don't get to manifest like that. A lot of us manifest well in teams. A lot of us manifest well in groups. And so, you know, even manifestors manifest well in groups. They have to have subjects. <laughs> the kings have to have subjects. And so thinking about that for yourself, like what is your main core feeling that you're feeling these days? Are you feeling frustrated? Are you feeling like your life's not working? Are you feeling like you're not working? So we're heading into the break right now. I am really going to encourage you to grab a notebook, grab something to drink, sit down and join us. And 
see you after the break. With me and Corey Michelle, we are listening to The Big Fat Lies on Inspired Choices Network. See you after the break. Have you ever said to yourself, I knew I shouldn't do that? How did that feel? What did you make that mean about you? Business coach, shaman and seer, Jennifer Kramer Lewis, stands for you being deliciously ambitious, passionately productive, oh so profitable, and creating a life that is truly delightful in every area. Tune in to Big Fat Lies every Friday at 1 p.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Mountain, 3 p.m. Central, and 4 p.m. Eastern on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com to open your eyes to the big fat lies that are keeping business owners from being the bright shining beacons they came here to be. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email becomeahost at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is Big Fat Lies with business coach, shaman and seer, Jennifer Kramer Lewis. To participate in the program, join our live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com or send a question or comment to Jennifer at jenniferkramerlewis.com. Oh my goodness, how fun is that? So... (laughs) Before the break, we were talking about the space between 4D and 5D. Well, actually, we talked about the space between 3D, 4D, and 5D. So I'm just going to remind you. So 3D is when your eyes just start to open and you realize, okay, maybe I'm not the only person here. Maybe what I would like to have in my life is actually available to me. Maybe I'm just blissfully, uh, not blissfully, unaware of what's going on in my life. So trauma is the place that in a lot of cases wakes us up. We're like, oh my God, I I no longer want to be my mom around money, or I no longer want to be my dad around family or whatever it is that's starting to wake you up. And then the 4D space is about being a manifester and manifesting your life. You figured out some of the steps for manifestation. And then the 5D space we were talking about, it's a feeling and it's a questioning and it's a curiosity. And so I was telling you about the magic butler, but I do have another story for you about manifestation from the 5D space. And so when I was in uh, Bali at Magic Camp with Corey, we like Bali is a very much a cash society. And so it was so interesting. Like when you go to the ATM, you end up like uh, getting like hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of Bali money. And, um, or at least it felt like I had hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of Bali money. And so I had this envelope full of cash 
And um, it was funny. I was like, every time I thought that I needed to go back to the bank machine to get more cash, somehow magically there was more than enough money in my envelope. It was like weird. I was like, oh, well, I remember spending, you know, like buying a blouse or buying a pair of pants or, you know, going out for dinner or whatever it was. And I had this magic envelope. And so when I think about Corey and I think about Bali, I always think about the magic envelope. Do you remember that? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just this is what for me the 5D space feels like. And that's not to say I'm a very sensitive person. And so I feel like a lot of my life I'm popping back and forth between the conditioning of the 4D reality, like, you know, how to manifest, how to make things show up, how to do business, how to do business correctly, you know, how to listen to the universe correctly, how to, you know, just basically everywhere I'm trying to do it instead of be it. And so like, I'm wondering, Corey, what questions do you ask um, or sort of what space do you be now? Because I know you have so much space available. Like I remember years ago, you asked me, like, do you really want to work for a living? And like it just it didn't occur to me that I didn't have to like come up with a product or come up with a service or, you know, come up with something that people could buy from me that I needed to be of value to my clients that I needed to help them manifest or help them be better people. And so like I wonder what questions or what awareness that you can bring us with that sort of a flavor or a frequency what do you got yeah let's see here you were talking about the conditioning right we have this reality that's been very meticulously crafted for us I actually call it the 3d control matrix it's the matrix that we live in that we think is reality and quite honestly it's not it's not all of what reality is And there's so much more that's available to us. So we're conditioned to think we need to work. We're conditioned to think we either need to have a job or we have to have a product or, you know, whatever your sort of vein of reality is. And what's available to us is is infinitely more than that. And as far as your imagination can go is as as far as, as and beyond where we can play in the field. So when I, I remember when I asked you that, um, what I was looking at was her, her working hard, right? Like I need to work. I need to be of, excuse me, be of value. And I need to create something that's worth it. Something that people will pay me for. That's a very valid way of thinking, especially when you're getting into business, especially when you're creating momentum for yourself financially and consistent revenue. Um, And then there's this space of what contribution can I be? And When it's interesting because we can go to the 5D and just have, excuse me, just have be the energy and follow the energy around the universe and be this like leaf in a wind in the wind, which could be a very fun and satisfying life. But mostly you won't create any momentum with anything. And so when we're coming out of this conditioning of I need to do something, then we can actually intentionally set up sort of. um, if you're if you're a river flowing of consciousness and your reality, um, it, the the guide rails. So I call it your 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 
your superhighway, your personal superhighway. And when we when we have those sort of boundary, I got, I'm going to call them boundaries because it is a line in the sand or a, you know the edge of your road that when you go, ah, oh, yeah, that that's what I want my life to be like. That's what I value in life. That's what I'd like my experience to be like. That's who I am as at the core. Then these sort of boundaries at the edges of your super highway will show you when you're on your highway, because that's where your super flow is. And then they'll show you when you're not, because that's when things are hard. And that's when you're really working with your ego. And that's when you're trying to achieve because, you know, like you, I'm thinking about my partner has a, the, I don't know, one of those games that's like the race car game. It's a Super Mario race car game on the whatever Nintendo thingy. And I don't even know what it is. <laughs> it makes me dizzy to play that stuff. So I, I, I'm not around when they're doing that. But anyway, you know, when you've played those car games before and you go off of the, the, the lane and then it starts getting wobbly or you, st- you have to spin out and then you have to gain momentum again. That's exactly what's happening to us when we're out of congruence, out of this energetic harmony for ourselves. Um, that things get hard. And so we're so used to it being hard. We're so used to being out of congruence. We're so used to suffering and struggling and pushing and striving and all that stuff. It's normal. So when we get into the flow, we're like, oh, there's just money showing up in my, in my envelope. Like, oh, there's just magic butlers around. Oh, like there's, I ask and I receive. Yeah. That's actually how it's supposed to work without the conditioning. Then what, how would you function naturally? Or if you were taught to function with this consciousness from the start, what would that be like? And it's a totally, it will, number one, it's a totally different consciousness, but two, it will literally activate your reality in a totally different way. And what we know is that your reality is a reflection of your inside. Mm. So if you have these lenses that are saying life should be hard and, and all of this stuff, and I have to work hard and I have to achieve and I have to do the law of attraction, right? whatever, or I'm not worthy, or I need to create something that I'm worthy of receiving in my business, then you will have that experience, period. That's how it works. And so when we go, well, what is, wait a second, what if, like, if we look up worthy in the dictionary, or even in the etymology, it says to be deserving of, well, what does deserving mean to be worthy of? I call that like a, a, a spell trap, a word trap. Worthy doesn't mean anything we have this concept of what it means and we make all the significance about it, but in consciousness and the quantum field and the magic and the infiniteness and the divineness that you are, are you worthy? No, there's nothing. That doesn't mean anything. So if we go beyond all of this conditioning of this reality, then we have access to quantum jumping. We have access to uh, our future selves. We have access to creating stuff from nothing. We have access to connecting just based on our energy. Does that answer your question? Yes. Yes, it really does. And so you guys get that, right? And if you don't, it's okay. Like I I just, one of the things that I super love about Corey is how much space she is, how much allowance she is. And so however you show up, um, this is okay with Corey. (laughs) She's just so relaxed about all of this transformation stuff. And 
Like, I just love that about her. Like we, I took classes from her um, ages ago and, you know, was in her year long program and we just got closer and closer and we stayed as guests in each other's homes. And, you know, she's just one of my favorite people. And she really is energetically set, like her human design profile, she's energetically set to do the correct work that she's doing right now. So all she needs to do is get out of the way, which often obviously she's doing and then also not do the work is be the person that she came here to be and she's obviously doing that and so when you look at Corey and you're like oh I could never do that I could never be that Corey's really practical she's so freaking practical and you can ask her you can be like Corey I'm a mess here's the stuff that's showing up and one of the my favorite questions that Corey asks me is what did you ignore (laughs) that's one of my favorite questions I always love it when you ask me that so I wonder uh, before we head into the break Corey what like if somebody loves this broadcast and they want to get a hold of you um where's your favorite social where would you like them to get a hold of you Mm, facebook's probably the place i hang out the most um so yeah just Corey michelle on facebook Mm -hmm. okay And so after the break, we're going to talk about a new program that Corey's launching. But before we go into the break, I just really wanted to remind you that all of this being is going to feel like you're doing nothing. (laughs) And so if you grew up in a super high achiever, 1980s kind of family, where there was a whole lot of doing and almost no being, one of the things that I just really want to remind you is what comes naturally to you is never going to feel like effort. And, you know, I've always been way too, uh, like one of my things that I'm not supposed to be is serious. I'm never supposed to be serious. I'm mostly just supposed to be laughing and having fun and showing people where the gold is. And, you know, so when I am in that space of laughing and having fun and being present and, you know, just being with people, that's where the gold is for me. And so maybe that's true for you, that you're not supposed to be that serious, that you're not supposed to be that strategic. Maybe you actually, we can see it on your human design chart, that you're not actually supposed to be um, like writing down your five-year goals. Maybe you're just supposed to be living in the present. And so after the break, we're going to go into, Corey's going to give us some information about a program that she's launching that looks super delicious. So if you're interested in knowing more about that, you can join us after the break. But what I really love about Corey is she's so pragmatic. She's so practical. She's open. She's so spacious. So you might want to actually join us in the chat room to ask some questions. So join us after the break. My name is Jennifer Kramer Lewis. I'm here with Corey Michelle on Big Fat Lies on Inspired Choices Network. Join us after the break have you ever said to yourself i knew i shouldn't do that how did that feel what did you make that mean about you business coach shaman and seer jennifer kramer lewis stands for you being deliciously ambitious passionately productive oh so profitable and creating a life that is truly delightful in every area 
Tune in to Big Fat Lies every Friday at 1 p.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Mountain, 3 p.m. Central, and 4 p.m. Eastern on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com to open your eyes to the big fat lies that are keeping business owners from being the bright shining beacons they came here to be. How wonderful would it be to carry your favorite Inspired Choices Network host with you throughout your day? Well, now you can. Inspired Choices Network now has its very own mobile app. Our free app offers live streaming shows along with thousands of podcasts and TV episodes. Our shows cover a wide variety of topics. Whether you're waking up with us, carrying us through the day, and taking us to bed with you, we're always here for you to enjoy. We're easy to find. Just search for Inspired Choices Network in the Apple App Store or Google Play Store. This is Big Fat Lies with business coach, shaman and seer, Jennifer Kramer Lewis. To participate in the program, join our live studio audience in our chat room at InspiredChoicesNetwork.com or send a question or comment to Jennifer at JenniferKramerLewis.com. Welcome back, you guys. So before the break, we were giving you some real life tips and tools and processes to know what's possible for you and maybe know what frequency that the 5D comes through for you. We were talking about 4D and 3D. So if you're just joining us halfway through, you're going to want to roll back to the beginning of this show with my guest, one of my favorite people in the whole world, Corey Michelle. And so Corey, we were talking about like this show topic is how to be magic when the world has gone mad or the world's gone mad. They've gone mad. <laughs> and so where I live in Canada and where you live in Australia and, you know, just basically touching all the different parts of the globe, we're really in, it's just different. It's completely different. And so thank goodness I have done all the consciousness studies that I have done and you have done all the consciousness studies that you have done. And I would say this frequency has brought in a heaviness, a madness, uh, you know, like, what do I need to do to be safe? What do I need to do to make sure I'm okay? How do I run a business, you know, when they keep trying to shut my business down? Or, you know, how do I be a good person? How do I be a good neighbor? How do I protect my family? Like you guys can feel the density in all of these questions and they're being impelled at us 24 seven. So unless you live in the middle of nowhere, and, you know, maybe you roll into town and you plug your laptop in in the coffee shop and get smacked in the face with everything that, that that's happening in the world. Um, then it is affecting you and it is affecting you on a cellular level at some point. And so, Corey, like when we thought about this show in particular, um, you know, there was a frequency that's available with the world going mad. And, you know, I want to hear about your program, but I also want to hear about what your perspective is on how people can really just sort of 
handle this and you know like the word handling it is so you know the term handling it is so clunky like I really don't enjoy that but it's it's what people are asking for right now yeah totally I love this topic and it's actually the topic of one of my master classes is how to have your magic when you the world has gone mad now it's interesting it's, it's fascinating because we were talking about before we have the the 3d like I said the, I call it the 3d control matrix it's it's this matrix that we live in. It basically says you need to look outside of you to see what's going on mm. look outside of you <clears throat> to see if you're okay. Look outside of you to see what you need to do to help others, to be for others, giving up yourself, like leaky boundaries all over the place. And right now in life in general, before a couple of years ago, that was just how people lived is, is a lot of people overgave. A lot of people got into situations that didn't really want to, but they did it anyway, because they felt obligated. Those sort of things were already happening. Now with this extra layer of world events going on, we have a whole narrative that's being projected upon us that says, do good for others. Don't think about yourself. If you think about yourself, you're selfish, do good for others, right? main narrative around the world. Now, when we look at that, we go, okay, it's a narrative, it's being pushed. How do we know it's being pushed at us, right? Now, if we tap into like all the things that are happening and, and the pe and people going, I don't know what to do. I'm in a lot of fear that brings that, that frequency uh, lower and lower isn't bad. It's just lower. It's a, it's a more dense frequency. Fear actually keeps you from your awareness, right? So when people are functioning in fear, they're not quite aware. They're not tuned into their heart center. They're not usually connected to source either, or at least not as much. If you're functioning in fear, you're going to make choices that aren't that great for you. And you're going to, you're going to radiate that and attract more of that stuff as well. Now, when we're, you know, in this the evolution process for ourselves and looking at the 5d what we're looking at is functioning outside of this control matrix outside of the madness outside of the insanity outside of the fear and if we're going to function outside of the fear what that means is we've got to raise our own vibration so that something that comes comes into your world that might be fearful is actually a real fear like a bear is chasing you right or like you know, you're going to hit one of the cane toads on the road. Like I almost did last night during the rain, right? You're like, Oh, right. It's a different, a different way of being with energies that are outside of you. And when you start to go, wait a second, is that inside of me or is that outside of me? And is it any of my business? Is that fear any of my business? Does it have anything to do with me or it, it, how am I in here? And in the beginning, when I first started doing this, I was like, wow, what a relief. I mean, the outside stuff doesn't have anything to do with me or it might not. Holy cow, that's freaking fantastic. But, and I know Jennifer, you're super aware of this and also working with the human design stuff. It, you, know, you can see in your chart where you might be more susceptible to tuning in more of the outside world than the inside world. But what I started to figure out was that the more I knew me, the less the external world had anything to do with me. I was like living in my own little reality that was magical, even when other people were struggling, other people had things going on, other people were having this whole totally different experience. And I was having magic all over the place. And I started looking at that, like, why? Why is that happening? Because the natural thing to do with the conditioning is to go, oh, I can't be this magic and I can't have this easy of a time if others are suffering. 
if others are in fear. We have to bring ourselves down to the lowest denominator. And that's exactly what we do not want to do to evolve ourselves in consciousness. We actually have to put ourselves first, our own energy first, what we know first, and have things outside of us be none of our business. And I love the question of, is that any of my business? Does that actually have anything to do with me in my own energy and what I'm here to create? And that alleviates so much of the stuff that's happening out there to opt out of, even though it seems even crazy to opt out of like all of the fear because you should be afraid, right? You should be afraid of all of this stuff. Well, I'm not, I'm not afraid of any of it. If I have to deal with some of the stuff, then fine, I'll deal with some of the stuff, but I'm not going to add fear to something that's not happening for me personally. Does that mm -hmm. make sense? It makes uh, complete sense. It makes complete sense. And this makes me think of a couple of things that I want to bring up. And so how you may have been conditioned is that, you know, if it's happening around you, that it may be your responsibility to take care of. And I can really see how I would say a good 80 to 90% of the planet, the people on the planet are actively in fight, flight, fear, fight, flight, freeze, or fawn. And um, I've been doing a ton of work of, of that myself. And now that I have really carved out the center of me, I'm way better at figuring out whether or not something is my business, even if it's shit that's happening in my house, stuff that's happening in my house, that is none of my business. And so thinking about that for yourself, there may be a part of you that is actively in fight or flight. And so that's something that you need to take care of for your physical being. But your human design chart actually shows you if you're a right angle cross on your human design chart, you are on a self-propelled mission. This is you. This is a solo mission on planet Earth. You get to choose whatever you want to choose. And if you are a left angle cross, then you are actually here to help people. So if you're a left angle cross and you're not in a helping people profession, it may not be working out for you. And if you are a right angle cross and you are in a helping people position, that might not be working out for you, like especially if the frequencies aren't correct. The other thing that that makes me think of is like really how simple that is. You know, once you have a really strong sense of self, which I'll tell you what, you guys, this is like ballet. Ballerinas do not jump high if they haven't done the plies. So, you know, that's where they like bend their knees. They do that little squatty thing. And so you can't jump without practice. You can't. And so, you know, it may take you a whole month of asking your inner guidance, your inner GPS. Hey, is that mine? Is that my problem is that my mess to clean up and if it's not your mess to clean up get the hell out of there you know and it might be that you find out that there's a whole lot of stuff that people are expecting you to clean up that's one none of your business and two it really takes away your genius space and so, of course, I had a ton of jobs where I had to be serious. One time I actually got fired for having too much fun and laughing too much. So nah. I was definitely in the wrong spot. 
And, you know, so life might be showing you those things that, you know, you're way too involved in stuff that doesn't fill you. And so um, one of the things that Corey does, and I think she's just a true genius at, is helping you set this thing called your energetic priorities. And so your energetic priorities, for me, my energetic, one of them is calm and peace. And so if engaging in something doesn't give me a perceived future of calm or peace, then I back out of it. I'm like, "Mm, I said yes to this, but it's just really making me feel anxious. Ask me again. I would love to help you with this. One of the things that I'm good at is, is giving people dialogue on how to get out of the stuff that they shouldn't be involved in. And so I facilitate myself on getting out of the stuff I said yes to in the passionate moment and that I should not be in. And so Corey, can you give us an idea of, you know, what are energetic priorities? Like I gave my own version, but how would you explain energetic priorities in 40 seconds or less? So energetic, most people don't have an energy as a priority. They have external things as priorities. And so when I figured out that energetic priorities are actually the way to quantum jump and to, to, to live your life with energy, what you do is you, you look and say, what energy, if I had in my whole entire life everywhere would be, would would change my whole life. And the very first energy that I, that I was aware of was joy. I said, if I had joy in every single area of my life and my finances with my body and my relationships, then my life would be totally different. I wouldn't be as concerned about what's showing up or what's not showing up if I was just joyful. And then I picked joy. I started working with it and I was like, Oh, everything's different because your external reality shows up based on your internal, right? So if I'm being joy, the external is going to start showing up differently, but pure joy, not the fake joy where we go, Oh, I should be joyful. So you're trying to slap the icing on the poo pie, the joy icing on a poo pie. And you're like, that doesn't work. It's got to come from real energy within you. Mm, I love it. I love it. Normally we go to break, but I want to talk more about this joy icing on a poo pie so you guys get that right it's like at the beginning of your consciousness journey or maybe even halfway through your consciousness journey you may be trying to put a joy costume on so maybe don't make that wrong (laughs) maybe just like notice the places not excruciatingly that things aren't working out for you and you have an idea you have an idea of, you know, the frequencies that you would like to have, like, maybe you just like me, you want to just have calm, you know, and it used to be that I thought that I needed to have an exciting life to, um, you know, be completely fulfilled in my life, I needed to be like jet setting off to see my friend Corey in Australia, or my friend Ruth in England, and I'm certainly not discounting any of those things. As soon as I'm able to travel fully, I will be coming to see Corey, and I will definitely be going to England to go see my friend Ruth, and you know, I'll go anywhere. I just, I super love that, and one of the frequencies that's really important for me, that's right in the center of my human design chart, is adventure and learning. And so I will always have adventure and learning in my life. And it's super important to me. And so I don't have to, um, 
It doesn't have to be exciting. I can actually have a calmness that I will always be choosing to spend really great times with my friends. And so I know calm is something that is very sexy to wealth and money. And so I know you have a really cool perspective about calm and money. And so I wondered if you could share some of that. Yeah. So, so, so much of the time we're in exactly what you were just talking about, that addiction to the excitement. And I don't know about all of you listening to this, but back when I started learning about law of attraction, I watched the secret and it was like, follow your highest excitement. And I thought, oh yeah, follow your high. If it's not exciting, I can't do it. And then I needed to maintain that excitement. Well, excitement isn't a sustainable energy. You can't be excited 24 seven, you'll burn yourself out. So what is, what is an energy that is sustainable? Well, if we look at the body and homeostasis, the body is always trying to get back to homeostasis, which is this neutral space, calm. That's where it works the best. That's also where when we are being calm, we have the most awareness, but we're also the most of our own energy. So money receiving, it works for everything, but money and receiving finances, uh, even creating in your business, when you're creating from this calm space, now it doesn't mean it can't be exciting or anything like that, or you're enthusiastic about it, but the calmness is actually uh, a very generative energy for receiving because when things are calm, it actually means it's flowing, mm. right? It's not the fire hose, which is excitement and depression might be the kink in the, in the fire hose. It's when it's working calm is when it's working, but most of us are programmed and conditioned to think calm is boring, calm. Nothing's happening. Calm is not enough. And I remember not related to money, but when I got with Ben, there's six months into the relationship and I was like, God, this is getting boring. Nothing's wrong, but it's boring. And I started looking at it and I went, wait a second, there's just no drama. And I went, oh my God, I've been addicted to energetically addicted to the drama in relationships, the drama of insecurity, somebody leaving, somebody cheating on me, like all of the experience I had had from my past. And I went, wow none of that is there. This is what it feels like to be in a healthy relationship. Holy shit. Excuse my language. Holy crap. Whoa. And I had this whole quantum leap into the version of me who is, has already moved beyond the addiction to the drama mm-hmm. and that fight or flight that I was always in and, and worried about and concerned about somebody doing something that was out of integrity. Mm-hmm. I love it. I really love it. So yeah, that integrity piece, you know, thinking about your own lives, you guys, you know, where, like, what is the frequency of being in integrity with yourself? Because everywhere you're not in integrity with yourself is going to be a place of panic. It's going to be a place of maybe depression. It may be a place of elation and excitement. You're like, Ooh, I'm going to go meet my lover. (laughs) Maybe not a good idea, maybe slightly out of integrity. And think about that for yourself, like calm. This is an energetic priority of mine and peace, you know, like they're kind of two different frequencies and they're both really important to me in my life. And they haven't been important to me. Like I grew up in a very chaotic environment. I grew up in a place where, you know, if somebody wanted to write up the order, it didn't matter what the hell the family was doing. Like we could have been in the car getting ready to, you know, go to Disneyland. (laughs) 
and the vacation would have got canceled and we would, you know, my parent would have gone and wrote up the order. And so this frequency uh, or sorry, this energetic priority that you can set for yourself and comes a great one. Um, what do you see out there, Corey, as energetic priorities? Like if we could shop from someone else's basket, uh, what energetic priorities have you seen that you thought, oh, that's really generative? Uh, well, generative, living a generative life where energy, every energy you put out is coming back to you and generating more. Generative energy is a really great one. Curiosity is the one I have all my clients start with, because if you're not able to be curious, that's the energetic, that's the, that's the actually energetic mastery, the skill that you require to go into 5D. You can't go into 5D unless you're naturally being curious because that's what the, that's the key to it all. Um, uh, joy is another one, uh, but it's not overcoming. And that's the thing It's not this, the energetic priorities aren't affixed to anything. It's a way of functioning. And so I call it energetic mastery. And it is literally the skill that is required moving into next level when we're going from 40 to 5D. Mm, I love it. And so thinking for myself, I've really noticed that the physical element of what was going on in my body was really, really important for me to address. Like for, for those of you who have been listening to the show regularly, you know that I've been on almost a year-long shamanic journey getting the fight or flight out of my body. And so one of the frequencies that I'm here to be is super freaking sensitive. You know, the keynote of this, uh, this gate, and I have the whole channel is the future human being. And so I can't be the future human being and, you know, guide people towards this frequency of the future human being if I'm stuck in 3D with my body like you think of Maslow's hierarchy of needs like a lot of the stuff that I was doing with my clients was way up here and yet because my body was stuck in fight or flight I had not addressed a lot of the stuff at the bottom of the triangle and so yet you know I can facilitate all this stuff but I can't be it and so I needed to like sustain it. Like I could go up and it would pull me down. I could go up and it would pull me down. And so what I love about what Corey's saying about um, these energetic priorities not being a fix. And so thinking about that for yourself, you guys, like is what you're doing spiritually trying to fix what's showing up in your life and so when it is we're still stuck in 3d <laughs> shit <laughs> so i love it one of the things that i want to invite you guys to is to get to know corey more corey can you tell us about this master class that you were talking about um, yeah, the masterclass is the same title as we have here, which is um, how to be your magic, even when the world's gone mad. It's a free masterclass. You can check it out at meetcorymichelle.com forward slash 5D. It's pretty awesome. I actually have a whole chart that I go through about what's 40, 5D and all that stuff and, and why it's actually important. And are you in this place of this transition? Wonderful. You guys, I really invite you to get to know Corey more. See you next week. Thank you for listening to Big Fat Lies with business coach, shaman and seer, Jennifer Kramer Lewis. Join us next week at 1 p.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Mountain, 
3 p.m. Central and 4 p.m. Eastern on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Until next week, Jennifer invites you to laugh at limitation and live life delightfully by opening your eyes to the big fat lies.